0: previously on the bottom rack battle zone mayberry
1: Battlezone Ma- battle zone mayberry rfd <laughs> mayberry goddamn we got aliens here well that's because the the they they if you watch it behind the scenes no 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 uh, there's no no watching behind the scenes <laughs>
2: <laughs> i mean they grabbed their bud light Lime and came running
0: <laughs> what what JR wakes up in the shower? What? what? We could only hope.
3: I I hear this often especially coming from females that don't call to get a restraining order placed on me. It's at this point is no it's what? Like, why are we even doing this so i kept waiting to hear somebody i i swear to god angelique yeah i just was hoping you would come up and be like did i choose just drop sharply while we were away, mark no one accused this of being indigenous okay
0: And now
3: The Bottom Rack Mockbuster Summer continues. We are back with The Bottom Rack. That's right, hashtag reach for the bottom. Sometimes to climb to the top, you gotta reach for the bottom. I am Daniel, my name is Daniel, but my friends call me Daniel. So, and it just, that's a thing from years ago. Ask my brother, I'll tell you about it sometime. So please call me Daniel, but I am not alone this time. As happened last week, kind of like you see in a normal action film, you know, you get your team together and they're all pretty cool solo, but then they all team up and realize that, you know, they kind of get along together. They, They got a vibe going on, but then the big bad guy shows up and just whoops that ass. And that kind of sort of happened to us slightly. Not really, but it kind of did because that movie was awful. Anyway, we are back this time with a new movie, but I still had the same old crew. Allow me to introduce the crew. To my right, Miss Angelique Bone. Angelique, how are you?
2: Um, I'm good. I'm good. I'm better than last ready week. Ready for this
3: one? <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> next to Angelique, we ha- who the hell is next to Angelique? Mark. Mark Krawczyk, how are you? I'm doing better. Uh,
0: <laughs> I think the uh, the stank from the last movie I <sighs> finally was able to wash it off. <laughs> I had to I had to use some lye and uh, set my skin on fire for just a moment with uh, rubbing alcohol, but I think it's good now.
3: I think. Ooh. Well, well, I'm glad the skin irritants are taken care of for the moment. And next to Mark, we have Paul Salzer, the film jerk himself, bow tie jerk. Do you have your bow tie on? I do have a bow tie on. He means business. And nothing else. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, and nothing else. Definitely.
1: I wish I had a jogger's uh, bow tie. Wow, well, damn,
3: we are that see, I didn't realize, man, I really must have pissed him off last week, y'all, that uh, it was rough. But that's that's okay. This time, hopefully it won't be – well, <laughs> actually, that's a subjective term. <clears throat> this time, on the bottom rack – that's right. This is the bottom rack where we have bottom-shelf entertainment for your top-shelf lifestyle. This particular film this week is from the asylum, since this is the Mockbuster summer – Earth Defense Force. This is number two. <laughs>
4: <laughs> it was indeed number two.
3: Number two. <laughs> that was terrible. Oh, I'm sorry to sorry to crack myself up with that. <laughs> Rated C for Kaka. Oh God. Oh, this is the Terminators the terminators from the asylum let me pull <laughs> number 2 let me pull up the gear all right the terminators from 2009 from the asylum by directed by xavier i guess that yeah xavier with an x xavier s Poslowski. Written by David Michael at William Morey, and The court. This is all from IMDb. So God only knows, you know, if that's actually correct or not. It stars Mr. Mallrat himself, Jeremy London, A Martinez. Now I love that because I'm guessing his name is like Alex or Alan or something, but it just says A Martinez. Like. Like a noun. (laughs) So, this movie's got a mall Rat and a Martinez. We get a black chick and we've got everybody represented. You know what I mean? I just called (laughs) him
2: Edward James almost.
3: Oh! (laughs) That was good. That that was good. That was Um, real good. (laughs) (laughs) Who else is in Paul Logan, which is not to be confused with Paul Hogan, who would never be caught dead near a movie like (laughs) this. so the terminators now once again like any other film i don't really have a good synopsis for this thing i mean this is even like there's only one image for this thing it even like alien versus hunter at least had like the front and the back cover all i have with this is the front cover and i'll get to that momentarily here's the synopsis so i can oh i'm probably gonna need some nice little theme score tension music here so uh, let me see if I can channel this a small band of resistance fighters battle the cyborgs that have taken control of the planet and that's it like brevity is the soul of wit so i mean this is like the wittiest film in history uh i'm just going has everybody do y'all have the cover for this bad boy Uh, um yeah i'll pull it up on prime wow it sounded heavy yeah god damn (laughs) the cover looks badass i mean well
0: thank you of course, the cover looks badass. They, <laughs> they pretty much—they're not just mock busty. They're straight up ripping off the Terminator and Terminator Two. I mean, yeah. that font is—is—is is, is, I mean, the metal. You got the red eye. It's—it's it's all blue. It's, you know, the same Earth uh, Photoshop template they used for Alien versus Hunter. Um, yeah, but slightly it,
3: better. I well, mean, it is
0: slightly better, but, I mean, because we get to see more of it. In Alien vs. Hunter, you only got to see a little part of it and two little blips that they say were spaceships. I mean, here, you know, it was built to protect mankind, which uh, I'm glad they said that on the poster because um, <laughs> I didn't get that at all from the movie. But <laughs> There wasn't much protecting <laughs> going on. <laughs> uh,
3: for, the, yeah. for the listener who may not have this cover art, let me go ahead. Let me paint you a picture. If you're driving, (laughs) relax. Listen to my voice. Don't relax
0: too far,
2: though. Yeah.
3: (laughs) Keep it on the road, folks. If you're at work, then relax even further, but, you know, try not to get fired. And if you're at home... Why the hell are you listening to me? But keep a wrinkle in it, Captain. Let's just sit back and listen here. You have space in the background. Of course, it's got a Martinez in the top of the... And not a person like a Martinez, like (laughs) some random noun. It's like a dude's name is a Martinez. And of course, it could be Martinez. We have a town called Martinez in Augusta. Anyway, him, Jeremy London, and Paul Logan, whoever the hell that is, at the top. They started it. So we have a space station. We got spaceships it says built to protect mankind now programmed to destroy we have the planet earth in the background we've got a nice little lens flare with the terminators using the terminator font and all they did was add an s (laughs) to the end of it so take that copyright infringement and then we have like a v formation conglomerate like cyborg terrorist army this looks like a robotic forest whitaker from hell and there's a whole army of them <laughs> control c control at
2: me. v control c control V.
3: <laughs> Very true. yes we have that
0: i don't know i think it more looks like uh you know the terminator from james cameron terminator and uh cylon had a baby
3: and that's what they kind of look like <laughs> They, yeah, I mean, hey, take pick your poison. Yeah, because they've got it, and I mean, these things are muscular. They're not skeletons. I mean, they are, but they got some muscle. They have pecs. So I mean, the box art. Right. Let me put it this way: eight-year-old to ten-year-old. The hell? How old? How the hell old am I? Thirty-nine. Thirty-nine-year-old Dana would have picked this up off the shelf. Hell, I did, didn't I? So you I mean, did. <laughs> the marketing works. It's there. Oh yeah, and we've got some like dilapidated buildings or whatever in the background so i mean Angelique, would you pick this thing up off the show like if you were in walmart
2: you know and, i would you know my taste you know i'd be the, like "Fuck yeah robot movie let's do I, it thank
3: you that's it mark yeah well yeah i mean you know
0: it's got the font so i I would, wouldn't be paying attention and going, Holy crap, I didn't think they made the Terminator movie and they're only releasing it for three seventy nine in the Walmart bin. I'm gonna <laughs> get another copy of the of Terminator and then I'd take it home and go, Oh, the Terminators. Well, okay anyway, the, the cover's cool. This
3: this gotta be fun.
2: Yeah, I mean three seventy four, <laughs> you still got enough to grab two boxes of cookie dough bites.
3: That's right. It, there exactly. You go. Paul, what about you? Would you pick this thing up? So <clears throat> I I uh
1: <laughs> this is embarrassing. I watched the wrong movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I watched I watched the Transformers. <laughs> so I have no idea what to talk about today. I love you Paul. Uh, but I love you are so you much. Are,
0: But Paul, if it makes you feel any better, <laughs> I've done the exact same thing. What?
1: What would have been get-
3: the best is uh, if you had just not said anything. I just start talking truth. Get on yeah, Wikipedia, it. look it up, and just play um, along with it and see how far you can take the ruse. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: no. There's no way I could I could pull that off. I just there's no way. But I can answer your question about the, the cover art. You're here for largely answer that.
3: Just, I would,
2: please don't leave. We yeah. need you. <laughs>
3: I tell you what, yeah. pull up Amazon Prime and just turn that bad boy on and put it on mute.
2: Yeah, turn on the captions. You won't okay. really miss anything.
0: You're not watch five minutes of it. You've watched the whole movie. I hey, basically so, yeah.
1: seriously. No, seriously. Seriously. Oh my goodness. You, you, yeah. Okay. I'm I'm popping. It in <laughs> now. Yeah. Jeez, get the, okay. first, within the
2: first five minutes and then fast forward to the last seven to ten minutes. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Last five. Yeah, I'd y'all right. are mean. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> you, you know because well he can, he's got to watch the first 5 minutes cuz that's where you're going to figure out the twist in the first 5 minutes like Wait, yeah the, but then the, you got the like minute, at least
3: 10 it, it, minutes of the white room
0: well yeah there's it's that's true okay i'm sorry that the white <laughs> there is that there is, there, is, there is that somebody added the extra uh the extra feature in adobe premiere and had to use it uh so they, they you were breaking it out on this thing. Uh, That's true. You do have the white room. But once you meet a specific character, Paul, you will know. You will know the twist. You will immediately know the twist. I wanna. Um, He's he's a. a He didn't (laughs) even have to watch Uh, it.
2: This is why Paul is the man.
0: (laughs) See? He he hasn't even watched it. He knows the
3: (laughs) shirt's a cyborg. There you go. So as the flick wow. as the flick opens, wow. I mean, we have got a space station, right? It looks like it looks like something straight out of 2001. Yeah, it's and every space
2: station ever in every uh, sci-fi
3: movie. It, it, star starring Corridor One. I mean, yeah, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, you know, I you love have Corridor One. Spaceships. Showing up. Now, I have to say this: <laughs> the music is really cool. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now, what? Uh, unlike. Alien versus Hunter, which reading a little bit more into that flick, apparently the asylum like blames that director. Like that dude probably hasn't gotten any work since. That's bad (laughs) if the asylum will disown you. (laughs) Um, for Man, that, because when Asylum's going, we didn't make that shit. You're like, <laughs> because this film, they've gotten better cameras, like, and yes. you can immediately yeah. tell. Like the quality is immediately noticeable. It is much better. The sound mm-hmm. design is more concise. It's. Now, I'm not saying all of it is good, but musically, the quality is incredible. So much so that I mean, it sounds like that, and it. I'm not claiming that they ripped it off, but I know how this goes because I've done this. It's where they're going to say, hey, can make it sound like this? so Make it sound close to this, but not close enough to get sued.
0: Yeah, and so that's what they did with this for the Terminator. And that opening,
3: you can hear it because it's a low-end drone, and then you'll hear he's added a reverb hit where you hear the in the background it's the same low-end drone that you hear in terminator 2 when uh the t uh, when arnold schwarzenegger when he pops up and um he's but like, he added he added a uh like an extra few beats right
0: so it's not the same uh sound cue right. but so if it's you basically terminator,
2: the, the difference between ice ice baby and under pressure right
3: kind of sorta it's just this one yeah. opening cue I noticed it's very similar to the Terminator. Regardless, it's very good and it -hmm. it really fits. It's kind of with the Asylum. If you don't, if you could turn all the dialogue off and just kind (laughs) of watch the scenes and the setting, they. They've actually got – no, i to that point, too, because, yeah, you get to the bridge, and, you know, we have people talking about TR4s and TR5s, and it sounds like they're talking about calculators, honestly. And then they bring this muscular dude in who was a fine physical specimen of a middle-aged man, I have to say. Like, that dude's got, like, salt and pepper ass kicker all over him. Like, it just – Damn. Anyway. He so wants he comes to be in. Arnold
2: Schwarzenegger so bad. He looks like Jerry
3: O'Connor, yeah, actually. Know. But, I mean, the dude's got, like, 5% body fat on him. Like, he is... <laughs> dude looks like he could fight. And so yeah. they bring him in there, and what does he do? He doesn't fight. He sits down in front of the computer terminal while they're talking. Back behind him is like, we're not talking about him. He's definitely not a cyborg. <laughs> and then... They say they're bringing a supply run or whatever because I'm building up to this they bring the supply run So the shuttle comes up to the spaceship and whenever it goes up And he's like commands the cyborg to do something and then the cyborg doesn't do anything And he turns around stands up and gives that one guy like the stinky eyeball And then he just full-on does that Terminator gut punch thing like Arnie did in the first Terminator You know where he shoves his hand up through his stomach and kills him and then all hell breaks loose. We have a cyborg uprising. I have to mention that out of all the asylum films that I've watched, that I've been able to stay awake for, and that I ha- have kept like in my memory and not scrubbed my brain, th- I think this might be the goriest asylum film that I've ever seen. It's, it's, it's surprisingly like, bloody. This has a yeah. lot of gore in it. And... It was just and a
2: lot of practical gore, too. It's not yeah. just the yeah. CGI splashes. it's practical.
3: Yeah which like, I mean was no, go ahead. made please. it better?:
2: Yeah, yeah. It made it better.
3: <laughs> I, I say it did. I mean what what about you uh which who are you, Mark? Yeah, the one that watched the film. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what? What? Ouch! Ouch! I just saw the punch. So, what do you
3: think about the gore, Paul? How did that the just the stomach punch? I mean, you am not talking about quality wise. You know what we're dealing with. What'd you think of it? Uh,
1: uh, it was it was nice. I mean, it was it was low key. I didn't I didn't like see his fist coming out the other end, but you saw the after effect of it. You saw the blood on the guy's back. So, I think it was well done. It was done very very quickly uh it's it, i honestly liked it not bad yeah no the, the this film when it comes
0: to openings for asylum films this one actually is well done um it's it's got a little tension built up and you got a little mystery of what's going on with these you know Uh, robots they're on a really kind of cool spaceship you got these guys trying to escape them you know uh we see there's multiples of these guys and you're like oh okay you're kind of you're actually kind of into it it kind of pulls you like okay what's going on all right I, i can get into this and it looks decent yeah you're right the gore that we do get in here it looks decent they work well within what they have um and yeah, this is like you know, this is a great little movie that they have on the front of the Terminators. <laughs>
3: but then, minute, uh,
0: then minute six <laughs> happens. Then, 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 after about six minutes of this short film, um, we have we have another stop movie that, stop, that, that, that The film just stops, and we get another. Film. Yeah,
3: it, exactly. It, the, I'm
0: like I was I, just saying, I, the
3: I, set design in the space station. Because again, I, the music
0: it, it mm-hmm. is what i
3: expected from an asylum film i mean it, it is what it is i'm not gonna it's not shit. it is what i fully expect and it's in good quality with practical gore a lot more gore than i was anticipating with a good low-end drone and a nice ambience i dig that the set design i don't care if it was a, a broom closet on a space station it looked believable i will say yep. even more than star jammers the set design of the corridors in that space station is what was in my head with ex tenebris when i was writing that album it's just Mm -hmm. the way it looks the way it feels if you could cover that with like a vhs grain filter that's what was in my head i have to give it that (laughs) because once we get to earth we're given i i didn't count the frames but it was no more than two seconds of this robot uprising this is almost like Blade Runner when they talk about the uh I forget what they refer to like the rebellion with the the cyber right. rebellion yeah. this is almost like taking a cue from that and showing us what happened the problem is is they only showed us 2 seconds of the city's getting attacked before they go into this completely different movie like you say a movie with a white room with an incredibly horrible haircut in a suit and then these <laughs> other people talking that I i'd zoned out again like with it today i just, i didn't figure they were talking they were probably talking about some integral plot point but i didn't care <laughs> because they were just blabbing on and on until finally the robot the cyborg shows up and so it's like oh okay so they've landed on earth and eventually he just walks in it's like breaking the fourth wall we had these people standing here talking and we have no clue what we think that they're separate which they are, but you know, we think they're separate from the film, almost like Cabin in the Woods. But then all of a sudden the robot walks on stage <laughs> and starts taking him out with another gory head smash and the Auto 9 gun from Robocop. What, what what, asylum do you think I didn't notice? Do you think that I don't love that gun as a little kid? That is like the coolest handgun ever, <laughs> other than Deckard's gun in Blade Runner. That gun from Robocop is the coolest fucking pistol ever. And they completely (laughs) went and bought like four or five of those water guns from Walmart and just spray painted them black. Sorry. (laughs) Angelique, the head smash gore. What'd you think? I mean, like that was a high. I'm sorry. I just had, what was the the highlight of that? How'd you like that? That was kind of cool, huh?
2: I really liked it. But my favorite part was the degloved Glopola robot hand.
4: Oh, yeah. <laughs>
2: that yeah. was really, really cool. and It was really well done. It was a practical effect. And whoever was doing the effects and the makeup on that, I mean, the, the seam of the cutoff where the flesh stopped and the robot started, it was perfect. That was really beautiful.
3: See, I want and, to... And I'm, please finish. The,
2: the The fact that I can say that there's something beautiful in an asylum film... <laughs>
3: I, just, I mean, I have, hell. To, I have to note that 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 was a really cool if, if it's one of those, I'm not going to rip it. I mean, they, they, I don't have to pull my soapbox on here. I don't have to defend the asylum. They are what they are. And mm-hmm. I, I love asylum films. So whenever you know what kind of effects you're going to get. So when they pull that effect on there, you know, you could tell he's wearing a glove. And you know what? I don't care. The impact of that scene was actually kind of cool to where even if it was kind of it's like huh, cool. It was that. It was a Oh, pfft, what a piece of shit! You know, like that. It's like I soon It's like, <laughs> dude. All right, that's kind of cool. You know, or just like. <laughs> Like that yeah. is
2: exactly that was my reaction. I rewounded. I was like, what? Wait,
3: it's clever. What? No. I've seen that glove at Walmart <laughs> during Halloween. They went and they, yeah. they bought that glove and then they just, they, ah. you know, painted it over, put some slime goop and then put another skin layer on top of it and then just, you know, peeled it away. And it, I just, yeah, it looked cool. You're right. That wasn't, that was a pretty cool effect.
2: Yeah. And, but I mean, all the other, all the other gore is, is, is decent. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's a higher caliber of Thor than than we saw in the last film.
3: Impressive, actually. And Yeah. And that's it for the like what starts out as a cool film because then we get into Beverly Hills nine oh two. Oh no. Mark <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Paul, you're probably at this now.
1: <laughs> uh yeah, uh, I'm I'm seeing them doing that. I, 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 I did notice the hand as well. Uh, I I, I uh, please. I just I wanted to add that it, it actually does look like uh like muscle fibers, which is really cool because in the in the Terminator you get that like skeletal hand, so it looks like a like a uh, like a bone. Whereas this one, you it, it actually looks like uh, muscle fibers, which uh looks really cool. I think that was a neat effect and it add it'll it you can get away with a bulky hand using like muscle fibers versus a skeletal hand where you have to really do like a they're filming in the
3: wrong or, or cgi hand if this had been on but, vhs we wouldn't yeah. even point that we would be like holy shit, that was awesome but we would wouldn't even yeah. see it like if we mm-hmm. if we didn't have high def cameras if they were doing this like back in vhs days like right up there with full moon we would be talking about how badass the effects are. I just, I feel like that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that's just neither here nor there. Yeah, we'll get. To that. Except this explosion <laughs> that I just saw. Mark, what the hell happens on planet Earth after we get uh. two seconds of the buildings and the fighting and the gore and stuff? All of a sudden, we're back. We're we're at something completely we're, different now. The girl with the red hair is a Carolina girl, so I will be. I mean. She is hot. I got to give the asylum that too. (laughs) Wherever they do their casting calls, I mean, they have the hottest chicks are in these films. It just, it is what it is. Oh, yeah. Thank you. (laughs) Stephen Hawking just lets me know he saw the head bash. (laughs) You know, you could just, you could tell me if you want, Paul. Rather than, I didn't it, want
1: to interrupt okay. you guys. For anyway, talking. rather <laughs> than have then, Stephen Hawking interrupt us, I don't. I don't hear Stephen Hawking because uh, you you guys <sighs> have the text to
3: speech so, thing turned Mark, on. I turned Edward it Edward James almost, <laughs> as Angelique called him, <laughs> and and this whole thing, like, so we don't have to relive this anymore. What the hell is going on? To like take us somewhere with this film so i don't have to watch god i'm hearing derek in my head now <laughs> take me through this so i don't have to watch this piece of shit again tell us what's <laughs> happening
0: <laughs> um we're visiting i think it's the uh sister town to the town that was in alien versus hunter uh because we've got <laughs> it looks very similar we've got we've got small town america though this is located. Uh, on a scenic hill that you can see L.A. I have no idea where they're at. The Palisade or something? I I forgot where they said they were supposed to be. Anyway, we've got a sheriff, and we got small-town hicks, and and they're all talking about, uh, you know, so-and-so went off to L.A., and, oh, they're young, and and, and all of a sudden we see a really horrible mushroom cloud. Um, And, yeah, and you can guess immediately... When they start talking about uh, robots, attack, uh, Terminators attacking because they see a spaceship. I think the one of the transports come in and uh, they're running rampant in the town. And you know right away the sheriff, sheriff's one. I'm spoiling it now because it's no spoiler. Because the minute you see him, if you watch enough sci-fi, you go, he's one of the now, guys because <laughs> Wait, I
2: because I did not catch that.
0: Oh, see, I I figured right away, the minute they started talking about the new models, but we hadn't seen the new models, because these ones were the old models that were attacking the Mm TR-4s or whatever, and the minute we show up with Edward James almost, and he is as wooden as a pirate ship... I just thought that was um, his acting (laughs) (laughs) skill. No, no, that's that's him in character. (laughs)
4: <laughs> much better actor than well, we I.
0: I don't think they had to stretch much the, for his performance. Uh, if you want, you're like, oh, he's he's one of them, and he doesn't know it, and yeah, <laughs> and then and then more of the the same guys show up, the Jean Claude wannabes, and uh, yeah, the, the, we see them chasing people around this small town for the next, I don't know, you know, hour. Uh, it's completely different. <laughs> you can't tell that this is in the future because they have spaceships. They have transports that apparently go to the space station all the time because they send a group of mercenary ships up to stop the huge amount of ships of where these androids are built. They have androids, yet the rest of the town, the rest of everything else looks like it's from 1980. <laughs> yeah. This... uh that's, that's why it feels like a different film, because you're like, production design, you're like, wait, you're supposed to have, you know, and I guess what I can say for summing up is I particularly like the uh, socioeconomical <laughs> metaphors that they have about the new TRs versus the muscular TRs who are a representation of the slave race. You are making this
2: way too fancy. Higher,
3: <laughs> Let's not mention <clears throat> the soap opera storyline. You know, but let's just oh. let's stop a movie dead in its tracks where it's talking about shit that is so boring and mundane that you don't even once think that it might come back up later on in the storyline. And I mean, that's not to say it's these story hooks don't have a place. It's just shoehorned in so horribly that at that point, I don't care. I don't know why I'm bringing up this point, other than the fact that I can really remember watching it. Be Like, what the hell is that? What is why do I care because then it hits an asylum formula now y'all stick with me on this because I've noticed this in just about every asylum film something cool starts in the film they had their premise generally their cover but sometimes it's actually yep. in the first five minutes of their films pretty freaking awesome it's going to go to small town wherever they are they might say that they're in a big city but it's going to be small town middle america something like that maybe even on the coast but y'all know what i mean and there's going to be a yep. group of survivors that end up hiding in a warehouse what the same while warehouse. these bad things mm-hmm. are happening it was it was the same thing with the little demon bug things that popped up out of the ground that one time i think they they kind of followed the formula with atlantic rim job only that when you had yep. two different groups of people but it was the same concept this very same thing happens while the Tr four is running around while they're tr
2: three nine five. I thought the the muscle no, ones that, were the tr three nine five. Is
3: that what Edward James
2: almost is a tr four? Okay, and then the tr five is the one a on TR-5. the
4: ship.
2: Because oh, he says, okay. "Remember oh, when he's like tr three nine five? I'm giving you a direct order," oh, and he just
0: looks oh, at him. Oh, that's right. okay. See, I thought that was just that tr's designation okay. too, but maybe. You're, you're right. Well, I'm yeah, glad you now, said that. Now. So, I'm, I ain't glad you While said that he's too, killing things, so.
3: like they're all sure. killing things, everybody is trying to run and escape. So, you have the one girl, the main character, <laughs> hiding <laughs> from this killer robot. Now, you know, these robots are gunning everything down in their path, and she hides from him. And he just walks right by, like nothing's there, like not going to detect.
0: Oh god yeah in the alley you've got these guys just annihilating people and she hides just plain sight just to the one side but his cyborg senses do not i guess uh you know wrap around anything so he walked past her yeah in the made alley me so angry just- I mean,
3: now now get this okay they are they are cyborgs and stuff but it never says that they're any good That's it never said (laughs) anything about them being unstoppable killing machines. We never had Michael Bean going crazy telling us why we should be afraid. We never had that. So I mean, by all rights, they could just be completely idiot. You know, of course that one just shot through a vent and killed the girls. I mean he could do that too, which we did. So regardless, while they're escaping, they all end up reconnoitering in the same damn warehouse that something else has happened too meanwhile we have adulteress with the other guy and she's covered in blood and that dude gets killed we find out he's
2: no wait wait so they're walking downtown she's making wedding plans and he's like i can't divorce my pregnant wife (laughs) and she's like oh well so they're going to this thing the explosion happens they see the explosion happen, and she's like, well, still, let's go to the refinery where I lost my virginity and let me take my top off.
0: Yeah? She doesn't take her oh, top off. Take,
2: she takes her shirt off. She takes, she takes her shirt off. Okay, she does not okay, you're take right. her bra off.
0: We didn't, no, we okay, didn't get any boobies, right. unfortunately. We, we didn't get... Yeah, yeah, that was, so, you know...
2: Yeah, that happened well, well she got down movie. to a tank top. This one, we, yeah, had, we got, had a, a nice...
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, nice bra. Walmart yeah. bra. So, to yeah. sum this complete halt of them film up, they're basically executing every person that they see in a in a horrible fashion. I mean, like I said, it's pretty graphic. It's pretty gory. And it's one of those, I'll get to whether you should actually watch, whether I think you should watch the film or not, but they're exterminating people, so eventually the humans have to leave. They run into a van that the one girl hotwires, very quickly, might I? I mean, she just like, she's in what? hotwire, sit up, bam, and done. And the van is going. She does that twice yeah. Yeah. in this movie. It's, and so they're hauling ass. I guess the way that they're acting, all everything is a hauling ace. You know, it's what did raise <laughs> hell, praise Dale, hauling ass. Getting out of town and we finally get a respite a little bit from the the mayhem and the carnage while they listen to the radio where it, just, it seems like he starts making cities. He's listing every major city <laughs> in America, <laughs> like all 50 states. He's going to just run down the list of cities that they're talking about are apparently gone. And for whatever reason, I guess, where are they supposed to be going? Just anywhere out away from here or? yeah it's they
0: just are trying to escape them the 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 terminators and they go to that one where they decide to hold up in the one refinery warehouse well that's Um, after she
2: drives the car directly into the ditch a
0: puddle that's right she
2: steered it there (laughs) into a puddle it wasn't like oh no no just blam into this deep ass puddle
0: yeah Ugh. Oh, that's right. They they went to the cat It was a cabin then, wasn't they, it? Or- they
3: wreck. And then yeah. suddenly a wild they mall wreck. rat appears. Yeah. And- they
2: were going to, yeah. to Valentine's house.
3: Right. <laughs> they and they they <laughs> didn't Time get the Valentine. Yes. Because like the uh, the wild mall rat appears. And TS saves them from the TR-3.95s or whatever that are running after them. And chasing them with oh, yeah, yeah. laser They're blasts right. and stuff. Yeah. So TS... Now- yeah, I don't...
0: Yeah. The, I was just saying, yeah. Now, now it's coming back to me of what happened next, how they wrecked, and how the one guy comes right. and saves them. PS
3: has that ion and gun he, or whatever
0: that frazzles the robots. The EMP
2: yeah. thing, yeah.
0: The, it's basically an EMP
3: gun, yeah. And, and he's a mysterious cat. Um, I mean, I like yeah. his hair. His hair hasn't changed since Mallrats, and it's awesome. I just. I don't know. It's just one of those things, that movie, just when I was a kid, watched he was so cool. So he could be in anything. He's just going to be cool. I don't care. <laughs> so he helps them. Even though the one black chick that, would, yes, like the stereotypical one, but, I mean, this time, this one black chick that fell out of the back of the van. That happened to me one time a couple of years ago with a date. I don't need to get into that. But she was in the van, and she falls out the back and hurts her leg. So they have to go and grab her and then run. And so they run to his cabin. And then they start talking about what do they have to do to try? It. Oh yeah, he's the only one that can stop the TR three point nine fives, right? Right. Yeah, with the gun. He's, okay, got, the gun. Right. he's got the gun, <laughs> but he also knows something or whatever. Like again,
0: he was <laughs> the programmer right. for but, them. He was the original programmer for them, but he the because this, these were supposed to be servant droids, but um, not anymore. Oh, and don't,
3: yeah, he,
2: don't forget. Great value, Sarah Connor.
3: Which one? Yeah. Oh yeah. Palace. Oh yeah, that's right. The, like this movie, it set it up even when they were all huddled off in the warehouse. Some again, it's like the Left for Dead formula. This movie is setting up every trope. Now, I am happy to say that some of the obvious tropes are not very obvious at all. Like instead of instead of the black chick being like all headstrong. And just, like, obnoxious. She was actually one of the coolest characters because she actually kind of acted like you would expect, you know, somebody to act when their city just got nuked. And this muscly dude's running around killing people. Like, Mm. she was actually the most, I dare say, human of all of them. I felt like I could relate with her. What's his name? Bronson, not Charles Bronson. That little tit.
2: Whiny baby. Dude.
3: That dude was a tit. And... It's just trying, yeah. Just all these people are just. Oh God, I already don't like any of them. Not even Edward James. Almost T.S. needs to just get his gun and leave all of them behind, but he can't. Apparently, he is a hero who is plagued by his demons, and so he decides to help them. But he talks to Edward James almost, and they know each other because he's like, "I know right. you. I met you somewhere." And he's like, "Yeah, we met." He's like, "Okay." Like, yeah, we met. And that was, they like exchange a few words. And then T.S. goes off the brood in his house with like his Jesus candle and, yes, and the Jesus statue. And stuff that I, I have no clue what that was all about. And <laughs> I'm kind of afraid to ask at Sort of. I like the mystery of this.
0: There's a little cinder block uh, uh, <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> and, altar there. A cinder block altar with a bunch of dollar store uh, Jesus it's, candles. You know?
3: Angelique, what did they have to do after that? I forget.
2: They had to go find um, an oxide. That's right. To oxygenate the the. Th- okay, so so they they have to walk across the desert <laughs> to this old refinery <laughs> that Great Value Sarah Connor knows about. So they go there and they're half dead and exhausted. Chloe magically hot wires a diesel truck
3: again, or uh, yeah, yeah, hot wires another vehicle. Yeah,
2: right. And the uh, the tr, of course, finds them, um, tries to run while firing a gun, but. He can't do two things at once, <laughs>
0: bless his heart. Um, <laughs> they didn't program that in, into him. He, they, I mean, he, he doesn't do windows you can, either. You can so, run you or know. you can
2: fire a gun. But anyway, they find oxygen tanks at this old refrigerator factory thing. And they all get on the truck and the TR's coming after him. And my favorite part of the whole movie happens here. Um, they, they want the TR to jump from the ground onto this moving vehicle (laughs) that's really really far away so i think the director said okay i need you to leap into the air and they were supposed to edit when he hit the ground out (laughs) and the guy the guy he couldn't jump that high so he does his weird little skivety jump (laughs) <laughs> he skips up, hits the ground, <laughs> then the next thing we know, they're, everybody's in the truck, and something goes plump, and they're like, what's that? <laughs> what do you fucking think it is?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Let's not forget the magic reverb and delay, that I don't know where yeah. it comes up. Uh, okay,
0: <laughs> that, was, that wasn't just me, where just randomly no, things with echo. I think they did that for tension. Oh, like, uh, but- that was...
2: Yeah, that was, that was them getting hit and their brains going... Oh, All
0: I say oh, is... Th- th- that was the audience's brain. Th- thank brain God they on. didn't do it in slow
3: motion. <laughs> like I've said it before, if you want to just yeah. make me laugh and completely make a movie silly, is if they would have done that in slow motion, it probably would have been my favorite asylum film so far if they'd have done that. But regardless, that TR-395, I mean, he's whooping ass. Once you get him <laughs> in a truck, once you can get yeah. him... The on trick. top of a pallet wall and once you can slow your truck down to three miles an hour and then he can politely just kind of hopscotch down into the truck once you <laughs> get him in there yo ass is grass okay yep now because once they get him in there he starts whooping ass i mean he just sit there he takes gunshots to the face and he i mean no bullet holes no nothing doesn't even lead care pipe. he takes a lead pipe to the face doesn't care roughs up bronson tit knocks him down or whatever, and then throws off the other chick. Does does it, like, rip out her liver or something? Yeah,
2: like, he was about to shoot Whiny Baby and she, like, knocks him off the truck, but somehow his hand goes into her back and pulls out her liver.
3: It's fancy that. Yeah, Paul, where are you at in this thing? (laughs) Uh, I was watching most of it,
1: and then I fast-forwarded
3: it to the uh, right now, okay, they're see, at, you're going oh, so to see exactly what I oxygen. talked about. Yeah. They, they yeah. have to K- do this sh- like the same premise. They repeat Basically, this yeah. twice in this film. It's uncanny how they do that because mm-hmm. when they meet TS, he has transport ships, oh. so they have to go to it. But then they had, he says they have to get fuel. Well, then the TR 395 they're coming after him. So he's like, Oh, we don't have time for that. We just need to go and steal one that has fuel. And it's like, well, what the hell? Why did we even worry about this? So they go to get the one transport, which is where you're at now, but they don't need the fuel if they already had the fuel. So they get the transport and they fly up and then the robot like sabotages and they crash land. Well, then they got to go find fuel or something for another transport. So they basically repeat the same se- – it's like different sequences, but it's the same premise. They have just doubled the length of the movie. I know this because I do this tactic all the time in music that I write. I'll write like a 12-bar refrain, and I'll just copy it over and then add a couple of slight little flourishes to something else and say that I did something different. I <laughs> can't bullshit a bullshitter. <laughs> I-,
0: <laughs> can I? Can I just – can I just say, though, that uh, I know it, it, we're already on the new space station, but going back to the, the warehouse the first time they're Please. running from these guys, I, get, I, I give mad props to the cinematographer of not just this film, but a lot of Asylum films. They, you've, you've got to admire the ability for them to take one location and make the freaking most out of it by giving you the most coverage possible they will shoot it from the left side of the building the right side of the building the back of the building from another angle from another angle and make it play off as if it's two separate buildings when you know it's the exact same building they had the location for one day so they had to make the most of it and by god i give mad props to the camera guys who not only this but a lot of asylum pictures, th- uh, they get these guys who are able to do enough different camera angles to where if you're not really that paying attention, you're like, oh, okay. But you realize if you think about it, just one beat, you're like, oh, that's
3: <laughs> the same place. They're just reversing. Oh, you know what angle. we missed? You know?
0: we,
2: we I did wouldn't not- go that
3: far, but what did we forget to cover? <laughs> um.
2: Well... <laughs> When they go to the second warehouse after they hotwire the van,
0: in quotes, second right? <laughs> warehouse. Uh, the group encounters the
2: huzzy.
4: and oh, the yeah, huzzy right. and Chloe oh, yeah. know
2: each other. Chloe From ends elementary up being, school. yeah, and <laughs> Chloe has to like convince her to come along.
0: And yet. Yeah, they do that little drama thing where the hussy shows up and it, they talk about elementary. And then Chloe, I kind of implies that she knows who this girl is and that she's been banging her boyfriend or, you know, her fiance her or husband. whatever, or her husband. wife, uh, husband. Uh, nup- nuptials were whatever.
3: exchanged.
0: <laughs> nuptials, there were nuptials exchanged. Uh, by via shotgun, obviously, but um, yeah, you know, so it's kind of implied you get that drama with the hussy, but you know, the the drama of the tension of the of this situation ends up bringing them. Oh together yeah, of course it does it. On the space station, they put away their differences and the fact that they both shared the same shaft. Oh, <laughs> what's um, your mouth? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>
3: That'll, yeah, and yeah, uh, oh, there you go. So, just are we that at the space station? Oh yeah, that's right. Because we're getting to one of my favorite parts that I wanted to point. Wait, I mean not favorite part. Was a little thing that I made sure to make a note of. Anyway, they have to get up to the space station, and TS has had enough of their shit. As a matter of, like he is so tired of not Charles Bronson. That little character, like he's just done with him, and I think everybody else is kind of too. I don't know why they put up with his ass. Like I would have already gone full on English Royal Navy and shot his ass in the face and said it, and just said it was. <laughs> Thank mutiny. you. Be like you just shot him in the face, would be like it was. It, new yes, to I me. did. That's right. <laughs> it just I would have already. Anyway, so they're still putting up with him while they finally get the fuel for the transport shuttle so that they can finally get TS back up to the Space Mall where he belongs and then Edward James almost gets shot in the leg. Now he was fine, I say fine, bear with me with that, I'm being generous. His acting was fine. He acted like a normal soap opera actor transplanted into an asylum film. Because I knew I had seen him before. And mm-hmm. that's he, he was in sub opera. So he was fine with his little wooden acting and whatnot. He knows what he's doing. He gets shot in the leg and all of a sudden he's going max headroom. Like he's yes. hit the leg. He's like, yeah. oh no, yeah. why'd you why'd you do that? It? <laughs> and it's like the rest of the movie, he can't finish a sentence without doing doing, doing something stupid like that. Mm-hmm. don't 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 like that <laughs> and i'm just it really <laughs> start, i'm probably gonna probably gonna start, start messing with the only feed own, of this podcast <laughs> <laughs> just to do it just because i'm crazy like that but like seriously he it was it was noticeable and it's like if you didn't yeah, think he was a robot was. before by golly you he know he's a now. robot. Uh, that's.
2: I even wrote that down on my notes. I'm like, just because you are a robot doesn't mean you have to sound like one.
3: Well, well why the change? Why all of a sudden? What the hell now? Why now? Why start acting now?
2: Maybe his We're, Maybe his processor was taken up with his healing.
3: We God. are. It's not. We it's are three fourths of the word. way through this movie. Why the hell start now? Who cares? It's. Well, I, I
2: mean, Titty Baby shot him in the face too. So I mean, maybe that messed oh, it
3: like, up yeah i'm, I'm getting to that yeah yeah oh, because they, they get in the shuttle and so he's and so he still, sitting, still sit, still sit, still <laughs> sit. i love this is funny <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> thinking think about all the different things they're gonna do it's like are you okay no no, no i'm fine yeah. it's all good He's in the, and he's just walking around mumbling. It's like, Why did you, you do things? He's like, You remember Ernest goes to school whenever they put him in the little brain juice thing, the little German <laughs> chicks. Oh, Bobby, you are going to make him smart. And he's in it. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> That's what that dude's acting like. It's like he got zapped with that Ernest brain machine or whatever because he just said, Why did you do Why did you do and they're still trying to fly to the space station. And then Bronson, the little tit kid, is like, he's sitting there, he's a robot, I'm going to kill him, I'm going to shoot him. And he shoots him in the face. Well, then he gets back up and the bullet, bullet. bullet hole disappears. He gets back up with a wonderful CGI bullet hole from a distance. <laughs> and it seals shut. Yes. Why didn't his leg heal up as well? It did. You're thinking you did, though. It it did. I never saw it like seal up, like T1000 style. It did that.
2: Yeah, he didn't have a. Oh, no,
3: they didn't show (laughs)
0: it.
2: Oh, okay. They didn't show it.
0: But. (laughs) Silly me. It it did, because he was walking around like it was fine. So, you know. um, And just looking at the, the credits, actually, our Paul Logan. Uh, a robot actually is c- credited as TR four, which makes our sheriff the TR five. Um, for anyone, who gives <laughs> what, do you want to what happened, Paul? Uh,
1: I'm I'm basically at the at the section where you're talking about, but I wanted to mention that uh, they're on the space station, by the way. The, oh, we're getting the that. big the big floating um, bicycle tire in the yeah space, <laughs> uh, but. <clears throat> Uh the, the thing is, okay, so they shot him in the leg and, the, and clearly was able to, to break away the flesh, but when the guy in the truck in the back end of the truck was shooting at the TR four, that the bullets were bouncing off of that guy's skin. And it was just like Well,
3: that's because that dude when, is chiseled out of rock and man uh, muscle. Apparently so, apparently so.
1: The, the, look! Look at the sheriff. The sheriff
0: hasn't walked into any gym for the past, you know, however, since he came off the assembly line, Chiseled Boy TR4. He's, yeah, he's rock hard, man. He's, oh, been, yeah. he's been hitting it. He's been hitting it at Planet Fitness, and since he's a robot, he can run on that treadmill for he's like a week. He's constantly running in this stuff. Like places pallets. where he's not supposed to be running. He can't.
3: He can't run on pallets, well, be- but I mean, other than oh, that. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: That's that's that whole time on the treadmill I, at yeah, Planet Fitness. I mean, like, yeah, you he's see? right.
3: He's all they had that
0: he's extra just, footage
1: yeah. of watching him on the
0: treadmill. So so that that adds the extra bulletproofness to his skin because his muscles are so tight, it's bouncing off to where it's not even causing any ripple definitely, in his skin. Definitely. You, know, you know, whereas Cop Guy, he could do with, you know, at least three days out of the seven, you know. You know, or get a different robot body or something, but you know. So his his bulletproofness is lacking. He he's got minus
3: two in the bulletproof. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I'm thinking you know, by this point, TS so. wishes he'd have stayed at the mall because. Like yeah. he hasn't said shit. Every now and then he'll just say, "Yeah, I knew that." And then because then when the robot comes up and he's like, "Oh, hi, yeah." So what about my pet? What about my past? <laughs> and then he starts explaining the things that happened. He's like, "No, I was, I was born, and, born, and, born, and, and, born in here." And he's like, "No, he wasn't. I was, but I had the memories, man, because it didn't." He's like, "No, those are my memories. I implanted them." Yeah, but I, my mom was no. Nah, that was my mom. My mom worked at this, and daycare <laughs> did that. Those aren't your memories; those are mine. And he's like, "But I had a wife." And he was like, ha, ha, "Not anymore, <laughs> sucker. That was mine." <laughs> and they just had this exchange where TS just dresses this dude down mentally and just eviscerates him, and he's done. So he's now basically Max Dead Room because like he's done, and he's just not really talking. And then whatever else happens, because it's kind of cloudy at this point, even though they're in space, the movie is still cloudy. Spaceships attack. Suddenly, spaceships. And now we have to have somebody man the guns. And T.S. is like, man the guns. (laughs) And the only man there, like really man, other than T.S., gets behind the gun, and then he was like, I can't do it. So then the chick comes up, she's like, Jesus Christ. Shows him out of the way and blows up the ships like a good old Star Wars fashion. All of this so that they can get caught in the tractor beam to get sucked into the space station, which is where they were going in the first place. <laughs> which which starts the third film yeah. in this A movie made up of vignettes. We're on the station, Uh, Mark. If you could explain to me, because once again, I mentioned way back a few years ago when we started this episode about the aesthetics and the set pieces that they used in the space station was like straight out of my brain for my album X Tenebris. This even more so. This shit looks like Dead Space mixed with Hellraiser because you got the gore and the effigies explain this to me Mark
0: I yeah you get in here and it it, like I said it's a completely different film now we're on a more sci-fi where before was kind of more sci-fi action and then uh, 90210 and some action now we're on kind of a horror a sci-fi horror set uh, where it things are in red uh, you got, you know, steam and stuff, and and shadows, and all kinds of uh, creepy shit going on in here. And they come up with the way that they can shut down all of <laughs> the bad guys. Tr fours. I'm sorry. Please continue. <laughs> with 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 a fuse box apparently that label they got from Tr five uh, main
3: switch <laughs> on
0: oh uh, labeled labeled t- label tr4 main switch on and off that that <laughs> that was the ultimate of how they shut trying to work to shut these down and of course we get our groups again that silent asylum trope where our survivors at some point in the third act will break off mm-hmm. into two groups the heroes who were kind of sp- sort of caring about and the people we don't give one of whom will be the comic relief Uh, and
3: or uh, somebody that you'll be emotionally attached to because more than likely they're going to survive.
0: Right, right, exactly. So they break off into two groups and of course they get hunted down, but little do they know there is even a newer model on the ship. But, but before they do that, before they find this newer model, they come across some low-rent mercenaries who've been hiding out on the They're supposed ship. to be the professionals. Uh, they're supposed to be the professionals, and these guys... I'm like wanting Valentine's crew <laughs> to come up because these guys I mean they're sitting there talking and the one guy gets aced like immediately. <laughs> like I'm like they meet these guys and we're like oh we're badass. We're here to stop all the TR4s from running nope. rampant and one comes around the corner and sh- and shoots the just one him out, dead. <laughs> <laughs>
3: and
0: it's like wow way to go experts. <laughs> He's an expert really? of
2: getting shot. And
0: it's a pretty good shot and they run around and they f- come across a new model who doesn't look human at all. It's this big robot for Whitaker.
3: That's what I was telling you, like the demon possessed <laughs> cyborg Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> it just it is what it is. And yeah, he's mowing them down. I mean, he's stacking the bodies like cordwood. Angelique, did you did I miss something with the effigies and the blood? Did y'all happen to notice during all of this? While they're walking through the corridor and they see those two bodies laid up on the ground like in cruciform with their hands and arms and, and feet in the TVs and like T V heads or something. Is there a significance to that? Oh. Or was that just because it was it was like something I would do, that looked cool. Yeah, yeah,
2: it looked cool. And and you know, Damn. if the if the T R f the new one, the T R five, I guess? If the yeah, robot dude wanted skin, maybe yeah. I'm I'm assigning way too much symbolism here. I
0: I thought, (laughs) I don't think it, I almost thought it was the mercenary guys pointing at where they're at to other people. (laughs) 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 You know, you don't have, you don't have the chalk to write on the side, on the bottom, you know, on the floor, you don't have the chalk, but they got some CRT monitors and a whole bunch of dead bodies. Hey, let's just make them into arrows. And, you know, that's
1: what I thought. they were di- directional <laughs> oh, arrows. Very well, you you maybe.
2: Know.
1: Uh the guy is holding the gun up against the TR4. Which time? Uh, <laughs> they're just having a standoff. The sheriff. He's looking like a no. Against- Ross, I think his name is. Okay. Or whatever. Oh yeah. yeah, and then the the girl is ineffectively stabbing Yeah,
3: you're almost to the end because it eventually comes to that because we are given the one switch. We see it. They show it. It is labeled. I made a note. It is called. I made a note that I can't even find. What the hell is it? Man, TR5 main control. It's so conveniently white box with black stencil letters. It's a fuse breaker that is all alone at the end of a corridor. Like you seriously couldn't miss this thing if you tried. They have built the ship around this entire one control panel that apparently is unguarded by all the TR-395s and everything that have run off to take over the Earth. Nobody felt it opportunistic to sit back and maybe guard the one switch that could turn them off because what do you know, the little red-headed adulteress is slinking through the corridors with all the other ones are deactivated and she's just heading right to the switch, like unopposed. Of course, she's taking her dear sweet time because so much so that there's a scene that she's creeping through the corridor and she sees the one TR guy and he's got like his gun pointed and she like pokes him and makes sure nothing's there and she sneaks by him and posts up against a half wall well then she creeps forward same take creeps forward and comes up against another guy but as she's creeping forward the camera has panned so you see behind her and you see that the the cyborg's no longer there behind her i thought they were doing like a, a full-on gimmick like she was walking and we were supposed to see that he wasn't there because he was going to ah, you know jump out and grab her but they didn't do that no all they you did wish. was he was standing there and she walks forward and then he <laughs> runs behind the set and around to the other side <laughs> <laughs> pointing his gun because if you look you can kind of see him breathing slightly heavier <laughs> yeah. because he had to run around to get in place to, for the next part where she goes up and creeps by him and posts up on the half wall Jesus Christ and then and, please because I'm I'm about done with this damn thing
2: Then the, the new one attacks she gets really close to the switch and then yeah. the sheriff comes oh, out yeah from nowhere, and and says the best things I've ever heard, like the the Glopola hand, awesome, but (laughs) this, when he's making the robot chase him, he says, I have candy, I've got candy, (laughs) and then his last line before he disappears from (laughs) our lives together, I've got blood in my heart.
3: <laughs> and he and he doesn't <laughs> do it like Matt's and, headroom.
0: And they lock, yeah. And they dump them both yeah. out of he, the airlock.
3: There's no stuttering with it. It's not like I have can't can't I have can't nothing like that. He's just he's almost, like Angelique said. He's practically singing it. I have blood in my heart, skipping around. Forrest Whitaker <laughs> sees him and just hauls Gems ass chase. toward him. And we get no sound effects or nothing. Nope. Like I didn't. Mm-hmm. There's no door closing. There's no Tycho drum hits. There's, there's no, no clanking footsteps throb-
2: of the robot. There, nothing.
3: Yeah. They're just and the camera pans over. We just <laughs> we see him floating through space. Well, then, yeah. all right. And I mean that's been, and then cut to credit. I and mean, no, she hell throws the switch. Yeah,
2: she throws oh, the switch. Right. and yep. then starts laughing because now she's all alone on the event horizon
3: on the space station that she probably cut the power to because she pulled the cord out. Like, she just yanks it out of the box. So, life support systems, if they weren't failing before, they're done now. And so, her, (laughs) Chloe, and T.S., with him, is just sitting there being like, it should have stayed at the mall. The whole time, blaming Brody, probably, for everything that has happened to him up to this point. (laughs) God damn it, (laughs) Steve (laughs) Davis. Paul, where are you at now?
1: Uh Oh, she's at the master control. Oh, now. Jesus. The <coughs> master. That, yeah, it, it's almost
3: Ooh. over, buddy. I, oh, oh, yeah. You oh, oh. just turned it off again. Oh, there you go. And just trying yep. to restart. Reset. Yep.
1: yep. And she's yep. got a cord out of
3: her back. I don't know yeah, that I, was the cord from the, <laughs> the thing. That was like oh, from yeah. the master control switch. And it's over. Yeah. You're done. And oh, that, really? Yeah. yeah. That's wow. it. Like, yep. Cut the cut credits, fade to black, get the hell out of here. I think I only skipped about. Yeah, minutes don't, let the, uh, don't let the door hit you on the way out. I
1: mean, <laughs> the way that's out. it. Wow. Wham,
3: bam, and done. Well, I have blood in my heart. So. <laughs> I'm going to go around to some final thoughts here. I want to I hit this round table before I give my actual condemnation. I mean, my actual glowing review of, the, <laughs> of this film paul this one's this well, one's still fresh yeah in your memory yeah what do you think i i can't
1: truly give it a fair review but i do have to say that one of the things i did like was paul logan uh as the tr4 i thought in all of his scenes that he looked very uh menacing he he looked like a terrifying terminator to me and i would love to see him in more movies like this but with a bigger budget maybe uh because I think he could really do a, a fantastic job with this role. Uh the
3: go. I'm thing, sorry. Yeah. The th- Please continue. The things
1: that I would normally complain about this is what everyone would complain about it is like the uh, you know the the repeating of a lot of the the scenery, but I thought they did a really good job with that as well. It was far better than Alien versus Hunter that we saw last week. So, uh, <laughs> yes. yeah, for sure. Uh, this is a, a vastly improved thing, and I am going to watch this again uh, and, and give it a, a really good look at, uh, not, not the, the cursory glance through that I went oh, through. Oh, come um,
3: on. Have y'all heard about these <laughs> new <laughs> Asylum models? They've just brought them out. They're called the PS-109. Now, these models look and act just like Paul, but they're not. What they're doing—they're infiltrating podcasts all over the country to try Uh to espouse the Asylum's movies, and they're not going to give a bad review. They're just going to keep going on and on about how great those films are, and like they're because they're professional movie critics, and they don't want to lower the reputation any any way at all. Uh Yep, yep. Are you? That's exactly. Are you the
1: real Paul? Uh, I am the real Paul. I am the real bow (laughs) tie critic. Please continue. Again, again, I. I couldn't. I wasn't allowed to really listen to any of the dialogue, which is what I usually because like. Because you didn't watch uh, the
3: film, you that's were supposed a blessing, to you so, don't. <laughs> Yeah,
1: but but and, that's and, a blessing and, and, though. And man. honestly, Mark did the things that I love to do in movies: is find those little little reasons. And I think he was being a little bit sarcastic when he was doing it, but.
3: No, 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 you sir. Okay, (laughs) Mister PS one hundred and nine, Android. You sir, you cast your aspersions elsewhere. Okay, buddy. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. See, this is the part in the movie where the team we start bickering amongst each other. The Uh Mm asylum—they're trying to break us apart. So yeah, we got to go into two separate teams. One, one in the in
1: the aqueduct tunnels.
3: There's (laughs) always one of those.
1: Yes, (laughs)
0: because. And, and we'll run down back and forth down uh what
3: I call now corridor one. Y'all Perfect. give me about 45 um, seconds. Dude,
2: I'll wire this truck.
3: That, that's fine. That, we okay. got to come up with some ridiculous call signs. We got like Titan and Dope Fiend or I don't know what the hell their name was. I wrote them down. What was it? It was a... I have them written down. It's like we have Titan and Hellcat Dope... Okay. Hicks. Okay. Of course. 'Cause nice blatant aliens rip up Hicks and Fodder. Mm-hmm. So it's like certainly he's not gonna yeah. die. Then we have <laughs> Alpha Dog, Mickey, Titan, Tomcat, Zeus. All right. So I mean we need call signs like chocolate starfish and this <laughs> Chutney tunnel or something like that, you know? <laughs> Chutney <laughs> tunnel? <laughs> oh
1: my God! That does not sound good.
4: <laughs> Honey Dijon, you know. <laughs>
3: there you go. Oh. Yeah. So, Mark, great. What do you, think? you poop on whatever you want to, but please wait until we finish recording. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> okay. Well, that that
0: follows with what my statement was: is the robot may have blood in his heart, but
3: after this movie, I have absolutely- blood in his stool. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> That's really painful, Mark. <laughs> Mark, what's your thoughts on the film?
0: Uh, I'm a huge fan of Terminator 2. I mean, I'm a massive fan. I've got three different copies on VHS, I got two different, three different copies on Blu ray. Okay. Going into this, I knew with it being Asylum, it was not going to be <laughs> that. Okay. Um, As far as Asylum goes, and I've watched my shit, I've watched a lot more of these films (laughs) than I I ever (laughs) ever really should. But damn it, the cover art and the the title just, I'm like, fine, fine, fine. And I will say that there's parts of this film, the first six, seven minutes of this film gets me. I'm like, okay, this is kind of fun. Then we get into the, you know, the hour at the warehouse and then we get kind of cool again, but it it's middle tier asylum fair. It's not one of the better ones, but it's by far a high and above and beyond uh, (laughs) AVH. Um, I'm, I'm kind of happy actually that they went terminators, but they didn't do anything at all with time travel whatsoever because asylum handling time travel i i i have not seen a movie yet where they do thank (laughs) god because time travel can't even get be gotten right by a hundred million dollar movies so them i no um you know it's it like i said if you if you're wondering what type of films asylum is an average asylum film that's the terminators that's you get yeah. you get little bits that are actually very enter- entertaining you get a number of bigger chunks that are just shit <laughs> and then there's ones in the middle where you don't think too hard and you're just going yeah you know it it was passable you, you know you're i mean right. and, yeah. and and that's what this film is it to say that it's completely horrible would be unfair because there are some bright spots in here. There's some interesting parts, namely when they're on the space station, you could cut uh, kind of what Paul did with the watching. You could cut out the second act in this film. Really? You could go, go from, from the, when they get off the space station to when people go back to the space station, you won't really miss much. And those are the more entertaining parts of the film. And those are the parts that you think you're going to get with that cover. It's just that middle hour that's on earth that makes you wonder your life choices.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Angelique, we were given a promise uh, with this box art. What did you think of this movie? What do you think of the promises that we were given?
2: Uh, it wanted to so bad. It really wanted to fulfill the promise on the box. It, of course it didn't. I mean...
0: That robot was in it, the it film, It was. Though. There
2: was only one, though. There wasn't a whole army of them. There was a, a copy-paste Birdemic-caliber army <laughs> of muscle dudes. Okay, fine. Yeah, we know. There's like 8 billion of them and they're, you know, destroying the world. But, oh my God. You know, <laughs> not. A, I, I have to kind of agree with Mark. This is not as horrible as Alien versus Hunter, but it was still really bad. I mean, for the yeah. most, it wasn't. <laughs> well, I wasn't yeah, saying it wasn't even the it wasn't, was even, good. The, oh, it wasn't yeah. even the story. I mean, because the story could have been really cool, Mm-mm. but just the people, like like you said earlier, Daniel, they, just they're vile. You hate every single character, <laughs> and I mean, there's if there's an apocalypse. And you're trying to get from point A to point B, and you're trying to be sneaky, stop screaming at each other. Be quiet. Oh,
3: God, for real. Just be <laughs> Stop qu- smoking. Right. They were, they were all dicks extremely, to each other. Extremely. Extremely.
2: And just, you know, n- not even trying to survive, really, just kind of running amok in the countryside and in every available <laughs> tunnel. <laughs> <You know? laughs> But yeah, no, absolutely not. the The promise is broken, and you know, I'm I'm this close to breaking up with the asylum.
3: <laughs> <laughs> We're only halfway there.
0: <laughs> I, have folks, ad- what the film? Uh, it, my last analogy. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you in. off, but I will just say, if anyone's ever bought anything off of the Wish app, <laughs> yeah, that's that is asylum to a T you will get a cool picture but what you receive on your doorstep is vastly different than what is advertised and what you're expecting it is it is the wish app of cinema i don't know <laughs> if i were to order what's on my good.
2: wish list <laughs> <laughs> it might be the same i don't know i've gotten some really horrible suggestions from wish <laughs> lately
3: <laughs> one out of ten things i'll get from wish are going to be really cool that's kind of like watching an asylum film you never know what yep. you're going to get i <clears throat> could give like my fi- i don't know why i'm clasping my hands and suddenly taking on a more refined pose while i give my final thought, trying not to punch Might the copy to of the movie like a- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm suddenly I'm starting to take on like Charles Dance, like a persona like him. And thenceforth I tore his rectum from the inside out through his nostrils for forcing me to watch such tripe. <clears throat> no, it's not that bad. This movie. I mean, it wasn't that good. I, I really I don't know where I sit with this film. I am certainly a lot more enjoyable and agreeable <laughs> than okay. Alien versus Hunter. All right,
2: here, here's what? a good test where you said, will you ever watch this again?
3: Yeah, actually I will. I can tell you right now, it, it'll probably be a while, but one of these days in the future, I can see it now. <laughs> one sunday i'm just gonna be sitting around with nothing to do or i'm gonna have like some story notes i need to jot down and i just need to put something on i don't want to put something on that i have to pay attention to and i'm probably will have already watched aliens recently or like conan or something that i really love and so i'm just going to put something on in the background and i'm going to be like no it's not close enough to halloween so i'm not going to put on ss doom trooper and you know it's not close enough. it's just a summertime, and i just need some background noise Oh, I remember that, and bam! I'm gonna put it on there, or I'm gonna have a friend or like, dude, this movie's shitty. Check this out, and it's just yeah. I will watch it again. I feel I feel certain.
2: Fair enough. Okay, so it yeah.
3: I, I but do I like it? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like that time I hired that hooker, and she took that thermometer and was shoving it in the pee hole and said like, people in China pay top dollar for this, and I was scared and uncomfortable. That's kind of like this film. I, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. I don't know if I like this film or not. And at this point, I'm afraid to say whether I like the film or not. I agree with you. The, if you cut the middle of this film out and you just take the, the bookends and just smash them together, my, my imagination could handle the rest. Because as in Mm -hmm. like the first five minutes of this film, my imagination was already going so much so that I just like typical asylum fashion. I'm just I'm watching the set pieces. I'm not really caring about the acting or whatever until the breaks get put on in the film. My grievance with this is what Angelique said. The box art made me a promise. And. I was not given that promise. They didn't deliver. However. Much like the way I try to deal with things, much the way I find myself dealing with like people and things in life, ambition and like drive go a long way for me. Like I have, you know, if somebody wants to play music, you know, and they might not know how to play anything, I will get them whatever they whatever I can do to help them and encourage them and keep going and tell people hell yeah they kick ass do they I don't know they might they might not I'm not looking at that it's just something about I can see what they want to do and I agree with Angelique I feel like they really really wanted to make (laughs) what that box art showed somewhere in they really wanted that film and somewhere during pre-prod and setting the filming dates They realized they didn't have the money to do that film. And so they had to pull a cannon and masters of the universe and have half the movie take place in California because they couldn't afford where they wanted the film to actually be. I kind of feel like that's probably what which generally seems to be the curse of every asylum film for the most part. Music was on point every time, like there was one part Mm -hmm. maybe that it was kind of annoying but that was really the sound design not necessarily the music department the music was on point cameras were great again it's asylum this is that point now where it's the asylum that I started to like this is the asylum that grabbed my attention with those mega shark movies and like SS doom trooper that's that's one of my favorite asylum films because I remember that would come on sci-fi I was like dude that is cool as hell Jesus Christ this movie is horrible I love it It's just, it's got that feeling. Good camera work. Like you said, Mark, they cover, you get plenty of coverage. I mean, the actors. It's a gorgeous
2: movie. It's gorgeously shot.
3: They They earn their paycheck. Let me put it that way. The actors on there, because they had to go there for all of that coverage, they had to act those scenes out. I mean, they had to know their lines. They might not have been able to deliver them very well, but at least they knew them, except for Edward James almost with his Max Headroom stuff. Bottom line, yeah, I mean I watch it again, but I disagree, this is a middle one. I'm lukewarm with it. I mean, it's not badass, but it's not ass bad. I mean, it's just it's just it is. It's just there. It's just I showed
2: my dad, you know, the AVH cover. Mm. And he was like, Well, that looks like a good movie. I showed him I showed him the Terminator's cover and he's like, I wouldn't mind watching that. Thank you. <laughs>
3: you <know? laughs> it's, thank you. I mean, just it's encouraging that, you know, first of all, your parents have inc- impeccable taste. But, it, you know, the cover, it's, it's... God, I wanted that movie, too. Let me put it that way. I kind of want to champion... The, not champion the film, but, you know, it's like, yeah, this was a good film, mainly because I see what they wanted. Man, I really wish I could have gotten that film, you know? <laughs> but... <laughs> With what they tried to give me, I mean, I, you know, you give them a gold star and a pat on the back. I'm I'm subscribed to Amazon Prime. This movie was part of Amazon Prime. I first watched it on a Sunday and I don't feel that I wasted my time. Alien versus Hunter, I will never get that time back. I had to watch the movie multiple times and still didn't get a damn story. I watched this one one time and the story that I really cared about, I understood. The rest of it, you know, Pikachu's, it's of like a salad bar. I don't know why I sounded like uh, Egg shin when I said that, but yeah, you can take the story with this movie. Just pick and choose whatever you want and throw in other stuff, whatever. So that was the Terminators from the asylum. Next week. Let me get back. And next week on the bottom rack, we will be experiencing more terrors from the asylum with transmorphers. So Next week. (laughs) Ha (laughs) ha ha ha. (laughs) <laughs> that is an excellent part okay. to cut the movie with a nice little insane laughter kind of like you know you find in the gas pump key in the basement Paul just realized that he had the right movie the whole time but it's too late to stop because you're going to have to watch it again <laughs> <laughs> um, this has been, <laughs> has been an exciting rousing sequel to the bottom right? bottom shelf entertainment for your Top shelf lifestyle. Don't know why I just finger gun my monitor, but hey, it is what it is. It's we part felt of my charm. It.
2: We felt it in <laughs> our hearts.
3: <laughs> Thank you so much. Now, I need to know if somebody wanted to find you guys whenever, let's say, when we're not together in our fortress of power fighting the evils of the asylum films. Angelique, where would somebody find you?
2: Uh, well, you can find me you know, in the darkest corners of Facebook. <laughs> on the Astro Radio Z Network uh, podcast, Georgie Castle, Film Jerks, Bottom Rack. Uh, you can also Yay. find me at the Night Keep.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I can't add some applause.
2: Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you have to
3: laugh that hard.
2: <laughs> come in. <laughs> I don't know any other way to laugh.
3: I was talking about Paul. You laugh anytime you want. <laughs>
2: Uh, and uh, coming soon, you can hear me on a couple of uh, Dream Realm Enterprises shows. Uh, Robots—that's robots with a Z of the company—and magic monsters and mayhem.
3: Paul, when you're not rotating yes, your sir. bow tie around and nothing else, do you have shoes on at least? I do uh, not wow, have. So shoes we on. are just completely commando with the bow tie, Paul. Where could people Correct. find you when you decide to watch the movie that you're going to talk about the night of your show?
1: Yeah, it's, it's going to be on <laughs> Film Jerks. Uh, uh, it, it's basically the podcast where we look at uh, movies like Little Old Ladies in a Book Club. Uh, so it's, it's very much like this format, uh, very discussion oriented. Uh, we don't have a really good format going on, and it's just it's very fun to talk about movies that way. So. There's a
3: much better clientele. <clears throat> channeling the Charles dance. Sorry about that. Mark, where would people find you? Everywhere.
0: (laughs) I am everywhere and nowhere. I am looking through your video camera right now, but I could not be because I don't have that. (laughs) But if I could, I might. Depending on who you are. But uh, you can, uh, as specialmarkproductions.com, your one stop shop for all your movie man needs. I've got the Spoiler Room podcast there. I've got links to my YouTube channel, to my Patreon. And I'm you can find me on uh facebook as well there's special mark productions facebook group there uh you know instagram and twitter's all that if you follow my instagram or twitter's uh, as well as youtube channel or patreon you can actually get my uh one minute their their minute and a half summaries of wide release films i stopped doing final cuts on wide release films which were longer reviews and i decided to do the movie man's movie minute ish they're usually a minute and 30 or less Raw review that's recorded the night I see the film. I come home and I record a minute and a half of my thoughts on the wide release film. So,
3: and go. the whole world is just dying to hear them. No,
0: seriously, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not really. But apparently, there's at least two teenagers in Stevens Point area that know me and think call me sarcastically the review god. So, I don't know. Are those you
3: your know. sons?
0: Yes, sir. Yes. Okay. <laughs>
4: no,
3: they are not.
0: Surprisingly, So you have no. four
3: then, because you know family has to. Otherwise, especially when they're your children, because you can hurt them.
0: <laughs> shit, my family never listens to my <laughs> shit. What are you talking about?
3: No, it's okay. All right, I need the reviews sometimes because I don't go watch movies in the theater. Like hardly ever at all. So what?
0: Well, I I deduced I I limited it to a. a it came from a different podcast they were looking for a feature and i came up with the movie man's movie minute and it was one minute reviews for galactic netcast well this one i gave myself an extra 30 seconds but it realized most of the reviews when i did wide release since i'm in the middle of cowhump wisconsin i don't get to go to press releases so i see the films like everybody else and so my reviews are usually late so i decided because people only watched usually the first minute and a half of those reviews i'll just do my review in a minute and a half and there you go and that's where it came from
3: so modern problems call for modern solutions and here's a modern take on what i do nothing i just make a lot of music uh i have like 38 different band projects going on at any one giving time but you can always find me at nightkeep.com or wherever else julia got some halloween stuff trying to work some stuff out, got a couple albums on the way, maybe even an audio drama series or two. Most recently, I have been doing some nerdy dungeon synth music, like awesome Dungeons & Dragons background synthy orchestral stuff with a band called Saragost. So if you know how to spell it, look, if you're a Lord of the Rings fan, you might know how to spell it. Uh, But you can find me doing whatever. Generally on Facebook, I am in Film Jerks. I'm generally not much of a jerk unless the movie really makes me angry but other than that I try to look on the positive side so with that this has been the bottom rack and i have been the Dan'l, and i have been with angelique and mark and paul and we will see you next week for transmorphers so see y'all later next time on the bottom rack
0: you paul? can tell we don't we don't want to talk about trans- <laughs> <No>! <laughs> Oh, you're here. Man.
3: I've uh-huh. been here. Well, you could say, hey, how you doing? Uh,
1: I've been uh, listening to you guys. You seem to be having a wonderful because conversation. Because we were waiting on I did He likes to listen.
3: <laughs> I am not Optimus Prime. Well, thank God they're good looking. <laughs> <laughs> because I don't want any homely oh. people rescuing <clears> my <throat> planet. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Everybody, fam, act
1: nice. (laughs) I did start out as an audience member. (laughs)
3: yeah and then and then then he made me watch the watch the movie just the way she said it because we know we can extrapolate everything just from you describing the title of the film we already know people are gonna watch it you're gonna watch it (laughs) chances are one of us also is gonna (laughs) end up having to watch that piece of shit and probably devote an hour and a half to it in a podcast (laughs) I am
4: not Optimus Prime.